0: to be Thursday? No. Hello and welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Hi. How you doing? Good. Hey, we're back. Gosh, yo, feels like
1: it's been forever.
0: It has been forever.
1: Guess who's back? Back
0: again. Backbeats and breakdowns is back. Tell a friend. Yeah, seriously, tell your friends.
1: Yeah, oh, that's awesome.
0: Um, you no, doing okay. It's, I'm feeling better. Yeah, I'm probably going to have some uh, vocal distress through this recording, because I'm still getting over what I'm getting over, but much better than I was. Said so eloquently. Thank you. I'm still getting over what I'm getting over. Yeah. That's good. So it's the holiday season. <laughs> so whoop de doo
1: And hickory dock, dickory yeah, dock.
0: Don't forget to hang up
1: your sock. Well, I won't. It's the second, tonight is the second night of Hanukkah. Oh, it is. So happy Hanukkah.
0: Happy Hanukkah. To Huzzle those tuff. of you
1: who celebrate Hanukkah, the Festival of Lights.
0: Yeah. So it yeah. being the second night of Hanukkah, mm-hmm. we thought we would talk about a whole bunch of Christmas facts related to music history. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That makes sense, right?
0: <laughs> That's a good start. But I did you <laughs> I you were the last time we talked, you were looking at like some Hanukkah songs. Do you have anything Hanukkah related to talk about? So yeah.
1: So I have I have some I have some songs that I thought were pretty good. I did a little bit of research on your Top Hanukkah songs that we could share with the people. Yeah. But uh, I understand that we're going to try this again with you bringing the musical facts. No, I'm good at facts. To this podcast because last time everyone was dead.
0: Yeah. So, oh, no, or it, was either, it was either death, kidnapping, and underage marriage. All of which is wonderful
1: in the holidays. I believe season.
0: those were three of the original days in the 12 days of Christmas. Absolutely. On the fifth day of Christmas my true love gave to me five season desists. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. So no, I do I've I'm I'm feeling better about these facts. So first of all, I've upgraded. My facts are on a laptop now. I'm so
1: proud of you. They're no longer written. Welcome down. to 2020 almost 3.
0: Yeah, and they're no longer written down in a in a notebook.
1: I feel like this week is weird because it's like it's it's like is it still 2022? Yes. I mean it is, right? But it doesn't feel like it is. Um
0: Yeah, I can see what you're saying. All right. That's that's it. I think it's because things tend to slow down. Everything like, stops. Yeah. And plus it's like it's always dark. Yeah. This is good.
1: It's always sunny in Philadelphia.
0: That's a great show. Anyway, um,
1: I interrupted you. You had some facts. You were just we, getting ready to deliver
0: some We should talk about, at some point, we should talk about the music of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Dayman. This might surprise you. You've never seen it.
1: It's not that I've never seen it. It's just that I don't watch it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it. There's a line in a Leslie Nielsen movie. I think it's the naked gun 33 and a third where he goes, it's not goodbye. It's just, I'll never see you again. (laughs) Perfect. That's what that reminded me of. Yeah. All right, so what do you, you got ready? for me, Rich? Are you ready for some good facts? I can't wait to be blown away. So, um, in 1907, so these are all on Christmas, all December 25th, December 25th. So okay, so in 30 BC, yep. Jesus was born. Well, duh. Yeah. So, um, fast forwarding. But 1,937 years. Uh, in 1907, jazz singer Cab Calloway was born. Do you know who Cab Calloway is? I don't know who
1: Cab Calloway
0: is. Hey, folks, here's a story about Minnie the Moocher. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, Cab Calloway.
0: Yep. Um, kind of jazz singer, R&B singer. Um, did a lot of the big band type stuff. Oh, yeah. So when you would see... Uh, Like, dance halls in the 20s and 30s, and they got the big band and the the crazy conductor up there singing and everything, like, Cab Calloway was the guy.
1: Okay, nice. Um, We should, I I just want to just public service announcement. Today's episode is intended to give you... Oh, yeah. Our our BBB faithful some fun facts to spew to your friends and family around the holidays.
0: So listen, you're going to be, you're going to be at holiday parties, whether Hanukkah or Christmas, Mm -hmm. and you're going to be sitting there trying to think of what to say. Yep. And unlike us, you're not going to have to try and think about what to say, record it, and then publish it to like literally dozens of people. Have you seen all these people? So many people. I've
1: literally haven't seen many. But of
0: you need some small talk. Mm-hmm. So we're here to give you those moments when you can say, "Did you know?" Yeah. You're going to be your own VH1 pop-up video. Yep. So you just sit back and relax,
1: and pay attention to the road.
0: Whoa! What is this? A a, a Chinese menu? Because the the there's Peking ducks on the soundboard. It's not good. I'd like to. I'm on medication. Yeah no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can't it no, no. on that. No, no. Move on. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: all right. So 1907, Cab Calloway is born. Uh, grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. He was born in New York. Okay. Rochester, actually. Ooh. Rochester, New York. So yeah. Lovely area. I like Cab Calloway. I like Minnie the Moocher. I like big band music in general, which we didn't really talk about in the Get to Know Me because I talked about ska and how I played saxophone and other various band instruments correct but kind of that whole big band and swing <laughs> yeah it's all Scott adjacent sure um and i may or may not be talking about cab calloway in our next episode as well ba bing ba bing it's, it's a big market tease all righty see we're starting off good this Somebody is good no born. one's dead yet no one's well, dead he's yet. actually probably dead yes but he is that's fine um you know who else was born on christmas Nope. In 1946.
1: Right at the heart of World right at the end of World War II. Heart of World War II.
0: Yeah, right in there. Um, Cheeseburger in paradise. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett was born. Happy birthday, Jimmy Buffet. He was uh, born in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Yep, that checks out. Raised in Mobile.
1: Nice. But he'll
0: always live in Margaritaville. Yeah, he will. Have you been to Margaritaville? I've been to a Margaritaville in the Cancun airport. That counts. Hey, there's it's there. Do you
1: like Jimmy Buffett? Are you like a are you a parrot head?
0: No, no, I'm not. I don't seek him out. Sure, but if it's on, I'm not upset. Yeah,
1: he's got a good. I like to listen to Jimmy Buffett when um, I'm
0: drunk. Yeah, you know, Jimmy like on an island. Jimmy Buffett paid. Not that that happens often. Jimmy Buffett paved the way for Kenny Chesney. Ugh. You don't like Kenny Chesney? I hate Kenny Chesney. So the whole island life. Yeah. Famous for a handful of songs. Kenny Chesney has more, I think has a a wider discography.
1: Kenny Chesney's better than Jimmy Buffett. Probably. I, I just don't like yeah. I don't like Kenny Chesney as a Country artist. I just don't like him.
0: Yeah. I think, I think what Jimmy Buffett did though is he took the concept of, I'm going to say one hit wonder. Mm. He had a couple at like every hit wonder. Mm. No. Okay. He's not, it's not fair to call him a one hit wonder.
1: Jimmy Buffett?
0: Yeah. No. Handful of hit wonder. But then just rode those. It's oh. Margaritaville, cheeseburger in paradise, and Finns, and that's it. That's about it. Okay, so a three—it's a three-hit three wonder. Sure, it's but the gift that keeps on giving. He took it to the max. He sure did. Built an empire. Yeah. Off of a song. Yeah. Yeah. I like that
1: I like the one when him and Alan Jackson did Margaritaville together, like on stage live, and they're talking about, like Alan Jackson's talking
0: about sailing his boat. And Keep them between the navigational y- buoys. Yeah, beacons. Beacons. That's another big market for next week.
1: Oh, <laughs> golly gosh.
0: Good deal. I love it. They did another song together too. I bet they did. Anyway, you were saying. I was. All
1: Happy right. Happy birthday, so, Jimmy. Yeah,
0: two births. Look at that. Things are going well. In <clears> cue the darkness. No. No. Here's another good one. All right. In 1960, mm-hmm. on Christmas Day... A 12 year old James Taylor oh, okay. received his first ever guitar. Really? Yeah. At 12? At 12 years old. Wow. On Christmas Day.
1: Seems late. From Santa?
0: Uh, let's see here. It does not say.
1: Yeah, one can assume.
0: Yeah. So just yesterday morning. It was, depending on if you're listening to this on the 26th, <laughs> it was yesterday morning in 1960 80 how old is he well he was 12 in 1960 so he
1: was 12 so he's so that's 62 63 years ago
0: so 48 yeah he's, so he's 70 ish 8 huh math yeah i'm on antibiotics ah. okay.
1: <laughs> i like him i like james Taylor.
0: kind of the same thing like for me i mean yeah, like I yeah it. if it's on um all right. Another fun fact. You ready for this? I'm ready. In nineteen ninety, okay. soldiers in South Grove, Carolina were treated to a concert by the one and only Mr. James Brown.
1: No. Hop, hop, hop. Yeah. <laughs> Just the shoulders in that got me. That was good. Oh man.
0: When he would come out and do the dancing and then he would be like, oh, I'm too tired, and he'd start like going off the stage, and they'd put the big robe on him, and then there'd be a big band swell, and he'd throw the robe off, and he'd start dancing <laughs> again and everything. It was the best. Christmas Day. So Christmas Day, there was a concert, um, and he included – this was kind of big, I think. He included Living in America, which was his hit song from Rocky Four. That Apollo Creed came out to Ooh. living in America. Yeah, ha, hoo, ha. Ha, hoo. been a lot of singing out of me in this episode. This has been great uh-huh.
1: for someone that's on antibiotics. You're singing a lot.
0: And then in Christmas 2006, he died. James Brown died on Christmas. On Christmas 2006, huh. at age 73. I knew we weren't gonna. I knew we weren't gonna get far
1: <laughs> without someone dying. Because when I looked. At musical facts on Christmas, every it was just all about everybody. Dying. A lot of deaths, but you found a lot of good.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. It's a good one. That's awesome. Um, let's see here. Do you do you have any? I don't have much on Christmas
1: Day. I have one on Christmas Eve.
0: Oh, we should have started with that.
1: Well, you started. True. So, there's that. But, but on so on Christmas Eve, do you know who the Lad Baby is? No. Me neither. But on Christmas Eve, just 12 short months ago, or is that right?
0: If it was last year, yes. Yeah, it was
1: last Christmas Eve. December 24th, 2021, Lad Baby made chart history with a song, Sausage Rolls for Everyone, (laughs) which is a parody of Ed Sheeran and Elton John's number one single, Merry Christmas debuted at number 1 in the UK singles charts. It gave Lad Baby, who is a YouTuber and musician, his fourth consecutive Christmas number 1 single. So, in all of history, there's Lad Baby and the Beatles <laughs> who have had four consecutive number 1 hit Christmas songs in the UK. Well,
0: uh, okay. Every Beatles Christmas song is absolute garbage. Yeah. But but it's number one just because it's the Beatles. In the UK. Yeah, but still. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But so, listen. So Lad Baby. So Lad Baby. <laughs> it was a sausage fest for everyone?
1: Sausage rolls for everyone. Oh, okay. My bad. Okay. Actually got Ed Sheeran and Elton John to collaborate on this song. Interesting. Do you have this song queued up? Do I? But I want to tell you something about it. Oh, do it's that. It's actually pretty cool. So 100% of the profits on downloads from this song mm-hmm. are going to the Trussle Trust, which is a organization in the United Kingdom that works to-
0: it's it victims of kids that have to dance to get into their friend's house? <laughs>
1: it's not what it is.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the Truffle Shuffle <laughs> that's Fund. That's the
1: Truffle Shuffle my bed. Come on, man. This is um, an organization, kind of like that. Del- uh, it's a food pantry that helps feed the hungry in okay. the United Kingdom. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool that this lad baby is working to support the Trussell Trust. Anyway, take a listen to Sausage Rolls for Everyone. Build a fire and gather around
0: the tree. I'm Sharon. Come and sing and dance to sausage rolls with me. That's got to be Lad, baby. Here we go. We are back. So you we, could, the, the, could you hear that auto tune? Couldn't I?
1: <laughs> like, amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? So, here you go. So, hey, listen, fun fact yeah. take it to your Christmas or Hanukkah
0: holiday party. So, here's the fact who has the most? consecutive number one Christmas singles in the UK. Lad Baby and the Beatles. And the Beatles. So there you go. Do you have a list of the Beatles number ones? I do not. Good. I don't want to talk about them.
1: I don't want to talk about the Beatles either. You got any more facts or are we or fact it out?
0: No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, plenty. Oh, we don't want to, you know. In 1980. Okay. You. So you said the Beatles and made me think of this. <sighs> and by made me think of this, I mean I've had it on a list for a couple of days. Yeah. In 1980, Michael Jackson uh, called up Paul McCartney on the telephone. Hello, mate. Hey, that Michael didn't sound like that. I wasn't (laughs) I wasn't prepared to do a Michael. I wouldn't expect. Yeah, Uh, to wish him a Merry Christmas. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) to
1: wish him a Merry Christmas. That's thoughtful.
0: It is thoughtful, and he said he said, "Oi, Paul, wait, I got that backwards." Either way, we should write some songs together. Oh, so they did. Um. I'm pretty sure that they did a song together called Pretty Young Thing. Uh, Pretty popular. Yeah. We should move on from the implications of that given news that's come out. So (sighs) they ended up recording three duets together, including the what? Oh, okay. It's one thing if you can't read your own handwriting. So if you, can't if you read can't your own read, typing? If you can't read your own, <laughs> own typing, that's really
1: bad. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, I just can't read my own typing. This is brutal. So
0: anyways, they start this friendship mm, and friendship. they start these songs uh, until Michael Jackson bought the rights to all of Paul McCartney's songs. Well, Wha- so Michael what? Jackson owned all of the publishing rights to anything Paul McCartney was credited on, which includes when? most of the Beatles catalog. Pretty sure it was in like the 90s or late. It must have been the 90s. Why? Early 2000s. Why not? Why not? I'm sure there's more to that story, which I probably should have had prepared to No, you shouldn't
1: have. No, no, it's okay.
0: But I do think it's really funny that-
1: We're going to have a whole episode dedicated to the Beatles sometime, so we can talk about it then.
0: We should figure out when he bought the rights and then plan accordingly.
1: I think the Google machine can tell us. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yep. And then in 2016, George Michael died on Christmas. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Yeah. He was young. He was 53.
1: I'm proud of you for only having two deaths uh-huh. on that list. Yeah. Um, that's good. Hey, here's another D- birth. Oh, hey, birth.
0: <laughs> hey, birth. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, thanks. You got me. Hey. What were you going to say? You said, do you? No, this is more relevant. Was Who oh, okay. was born? Uh, 1995, Haley Jade was born.
1: Haley Jade. Yeah. In 1995.
0: Yeah. Do you know who that is?
1: She's a singer.
0: No. No. Uh, I don't think so. I have
1: no idea who it's he Eminem's is. Eminem's daughter. Of course it
0: is. It's okay. Go with him, Haley. Haley. Like, he references Haley in a ton of songs. In all stuff. the songs. Yeah. Well, no. But, yeah,
1: but yeah. if he's not referencing Mom's Spaghetti, he's references referencing Haley.
0: Yeah. For um, the most part. So, yeah. She was, was born good. in 95.
1: That's a long time.
0: Time Long time me. ago. Yeah, I can do remember. I'm very sing-songy tonight. You are. I kind of like this version of Justin. Maybe I should be on antibiotics all the time. Yeah, you should.
1: Do you have a favorite Christmas or like song or Hanukkah song or like a favorite? Just time I really of song? like. Because we all know your favorite holiday song is the Monster Man.
0: I didn't say it was my favorite. I said I it's know the greatest of all time. There's a lot of people that don't like Tom Brady. He's the greatest athlete of all time.
1: He is not the greatest athlete of all time.
0: So I really like um, It's not, it's the, uh, is it called Christmas Bells? But the one that's like. The Trans Siberian Orchestra? Well, they do a version of it. I forget what it's called. Is it just called the Christmas? It's not the Carol
1: of the Bells? Carol of the Bells. Thank you. Yes.
0: I was thinking Silver Bells. Yeah. And Christ- that's yeah. Silver Bells. Yeah, I don't like that one. Yeah.
1: Do you I, I you I don't think you like Christmas music. Why? Because a lot of the songs we've talked about. Carol
0: Christmas of the Bells and- isn't a Christmas song.
1: I don't think you like most Christmas music.
0: I like um Malokaliki a Hawaiian way to say Merry Christmas. See what I mean? To you what? That's not a good song. It's a great song. It's a great song. I like that one. Good. I like uh, Joy to the World.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's the first song I learned how to play on the piano. Interesting. Yeah. I
0: didn't know you knew how to play piano. I know how to Yo, play. You said a little piano. Very that's little right. piano. Yeah. Like a very small.
1: Yes. Not Tiny. an 88 key, but like a 44 key. Yep. Terrible. Yep. That's a good joke. <sighs> I'm on antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you bogart in my stash. Yeah,
1: I am. Did you know that, so Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, mm-hmm. right? That's one of my favorite songs. I like that song. It's a good one. Mel Torme wrote it. Yeah. I don't think there's
0: re- an R in his last name. What? I think it's just Mel Torme. Well, it's it? like French. Oh.
1: There is an R in his name. <laughs> and then there's like a little accent aigu. on the E. Okay. So, you know, but I'm American. So I I don't
0: living in America.
1: Um, So he actually wrote the song during a summer heat wave in 1944, and it became a Christmas song. I think it was. I thought it was funny.
0: When I was a kid, I remember somebody in school, and I'm pretty sure it was middle school, saying he told me a joke.
1: Okay, sure, it was a good one.
0: And he said. Uh, you know, I went over to my uncle's house and my uncle has a parrot and parrot parrots name is Chet, 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 the parrot. And, um, one time in the winter, my uncle had like a fire pit and we were outside with the fire pit and there was a kind of a branch from a tree hanging over it. So Chet flies over onto the branch Mm -hmm. and he's sitting on one side of the fire pit and Chet just goes, right, Chet's right, roasting on open fire. And so he flutters over to the other side of the branch. It goes, right, Chet's left, roasting on open fire. Then he flutters to the middle of the branch. And there you go. Yeah. And boom. You can finish the joke.
1: Chestnuts roasting
0: on open fire. <laughs> yeah. I was, love it. That was that good. Was joke, yeah. That was a good joke. The weird, the random things that you remember of just, yeah. there's no reason at all. Like, I, I'll remember that but i literally don't know what time i'm supposed to pick up my son from school tomorrow.
1: Yeah. When school ends.
0: No, he's got track.
1: When track ends. <clears throat> you know the song you're a mean one Mr. Grinch. You're a mean one Mr. Mr. Grinch like Grinch. the original one? Yeah. Was
0: that actually sung by Boris Karloff? Thurl Ravenscroft. Mm.
1: Who was the voice of the Grinch? Do you know who else Thurl Ravenscroft? was the voice of
0: wait I thought Boris Karloff not narrated that
1: Thurl Ravenscroft huh
0: what who so if he was the voice of the Grinch he would have also been the voice of the elf dentist the elf dentist am I right no oh they're great oh Tony L Tigre. Tony the Tiger for 50 years wow Tony the Tiger
1: and the Grinch that's pretty cool so there's another fun fact for you. You can spit that out when that song comes on. Hey, Justin. Yeah? What was the first song performed in outer space?
0: Oh, it's either Rocketman or David Bowie. Um, Was it one of those?
1: I find it concerning that we're here on our Christmas Hanukkah episode, and I ask you a question about music, and you think it's Rocket Man or David Bowie? So, But sure, no, it wasn't one of those. Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Was it really? Jingle Bells. And December 16th, 1965, Jingle Bells was the first song to be performed on an instrument in
0: outer space. Do you, So do you know why I went to Elton John or David Bowie? Because it makes sense? No, because you told me that Jingle Bells is not a Christmas song.
1: No, I did not. I told you that Jingle Bells was originally written
0: for Thanksgiving. Right. And in 1980, it, be- it switched to being a Christmas song.
1: It Is <laughs> 1860 or something <laughs> like that. Jeez Louise. <laughs> All right. I got one more. Or I got two more little f- Christmas music facts for you. Oh,
0: Chris- did you know that in 2008, Eartha Kitt died of colon cancer? Christmas Eve 1906...
1: A violin solo of Oh Oh Holy Night was the second piece of music to ever be broadcast on radio.
0: Christmas Eve, 1906. Do you know what's really cool is the Internet Archive and the Library of Congress. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are two cool things. So for those that don't know, in general, copyrights expire... Roughly a hundred years after a piece is originally created. Disney's making a whole mess of that. But in general, if something's a hundred years old, it's in the public domain. So what the library of Congress has is you can actually go in and they have all of these recordings of vinyls, like pressings that start in like 1890. Oh, And I was just messing around, um, the Christmas tree and yeah, I was looking up Christmas songs from like 1920. And so one thing that's interesting is how little Christmas music has really changed. Not much. Yeah. But you listen to these old recordings and it's got a lot of like the record noise and you know, needle scratches and everything because they just, they aggregate the content like if you happen to have a phonograph yeah. and an old record, yeah. you could send the recording to the Library of Congress. It's that's not so like cool. they're in there doing it. Type yeah, yeah, of yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, they that's... do have a whole sound area that, like, a, a whole building dedicated to sound preservation. Um, really? But yeah, there's just we all these. We should go there. We should, and record a podcast from probably some of the best acoustically tuned rooms in the world aside from Dave Goral's garage. Well, there you go. Yeah.
1: So, violin solo, O Holy Night, second piece of music to ever be broadcast on radio. In case you're wondering, Mm. the first piece of music to ever be broadcast on radio was Ombra May Fu" by George Friedrich Handel. Mm. So there's that. And then the last little holiday tidbit I'll give you is the... Christmas song, Silent Night, Mm -hmm. which is one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs. It's a good one. Inspired a truce during World War II. World War I, my apologies. I misread my typing. So Christmas Eve 1914, British troops kind of caught wind of visually. Mm -hmm. Christmas trees on the German side of the the battlefield Mm -hmm. and the German... Soldiers were singing Silent Night or whatever. I don't know how to speak German. was Nacht. Whatever. In German. Mm -hmm. And so the British soldiers started singing Silent Night in English. Mm -hmm. To which they all kind of came out of their bunkers and actually met and sang together and exchanged gifts and played soccer and like- The Christmas truce. All this stuff. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, killed each other two days later on December 26th, fighting resumed.
0: So that I just, cool. I just watched something on that yeah. whole thing mm-hmm. and um, it was World War One does not, I think in general, I don't think most people realize just how horrific World War One was. Like most people our age and maybe younger because up until recently with movies like 1917 hmm. and one that just came out, uh, all quiet on the Western front, which is on Netflix, I believe. Okay. Um, or you can borrow it from the internet if you have the means like I do. Um, but it's actually a German produced movie. So it follows a German, um, kid who enlists and it's all about, it was a great movie. But it just shows you just how awful the trenches were and just mm. how terrible everything was. And so it, it was it's something like the the front line in France after years of fighting only moved like a total of 40 meters, like oh. back and forth. I don't have that exactly yeah, right. Yeah, but-, but it's a shockingly low number. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that Christmas truce is is incredible. And what's really sad about it is that the German officers, especially were very upset about it. And so much so that next Christmas, they actually instructed all of the, um, so German high command mm-hmm. instructed all of the officers that if anybody tried to like do anything nice, uh, to execute them and their they, own people, their own people. Right. And they did.
1: That checks out...
0: Malakalikimaka. Given the yeah. Germans. No, Merry Christmas.
1: Oh, gosh. That's what,
0: wrong. is that James Brown? Did James Brown just get in here? Hey. Huh, huh,
1: hey. Huh, gosh. Huh, huh. Ooh, good God. I'd like to take a second. See, I was going to say minute, but then I was like, I'm not going to tell you to sit right there. To talk about a few Hanukkah songs.
0: Yeah, I'm interested.
1: If you don't mind.
0: So I did a little digging. Oh, I have actually a quick fun fact. Good. No, this is good. In 1954, Johnny Ace is killed when he shoots himself backstage at a concert in Houston. Jesus. He was an up-and-coming R&B star. Presumably, shot himself while playing Russian roulette. Backstage oh. at a concert. Whoa. 1954 on Christmas? on Christmas. His song "Pledging My Love" became a hit posthumously. And if you ask me. Man, I was going to make it, it's a humorous joke, but... Well, hey, but you did <laughs> anyway, without doing it.
1: So, I did a little research uh-huh. on... And I'm going to light research on some top Hanukkah songs mm-hmm. for the season. Um, so, Julie Silver is apparently a beloved uh, Jewish singer-songwriter. And she did a cover of the Dreidel song. Okay. Which I really enjoy it's very folksy and kinda of like with that type of guitar which I which I ha- I love like a folk kind of feel to it. So I'm gonna play a little bit of a little bit of a tidbit. And okay. she's got a let's, phenomenal voice.
0: Let's hear it. I like it, it yeah. got
1: more of an acoustic yeah feel to it yeah it's a cool it's a cool little rendition of it um I liked it a lot um so that was that was one that I thought was very cool mm-hmm. um, there's another one called eight nights of joy by mm-hmm. Rabbi Joe black which I thought to be very fun and upbeat um and you know kind of tell the story of the eight nights of Hanukkah mm-hmm. um, so I thought that was a really fun type of uplifting song that I'll, I'll play a little snippet for you. Six, seven, eight,
0: nine to joy. From the streets of Tel Aviv to Chicago, Illinois. Fire, Lucas, fun for moms and dads girls and boys. Yes, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine to joy. You know what that reminds me of? What? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine. Biggie Smalls and <laughs> Rabbi Joe Black.
1: I love it. Um, so that's, you know, I, I liked that one. Very upbeat. That was obviously, that was a live version. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Manas Yahoo?
0: I do. I really, I like, I was going to say I really like, I loved his Live at Stubbs album, but that's all I, like. Okay. I, and that's, I think, the album he was most famous for because it had King Without a Crown and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I like him a lot. Um, really good voice i like the mess he's just i like the messages that his music portrays Mm -hmm. like just so he did he did a song miracle um and one of the one of the like the the beginning part of the song i like there's a there's a line just living in the miracle candles are my vehicle eight nights gonna shine invincible so i thought that was a cool and that's a nice line he does it better so i'll let you listen to his version of it
0: I'm old, just living in a miracle, candles on my vehicle, eight nights, gonna shine invincible, no longer be divisible. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to, I might have to dust off Madis Yahoo and the old uh, Spotify there.
1: Yeah. No, I like him a lot. And then, um, the last one I'll share with you was a song, is a song still, um, Light One Candle by Peter, Paul and Mary. Mm Mm-hmm. So I did a little bit, I didn't go down as big of a rabbit hole as you've gone down on some things, mm-hmm. but um, this was written in 1982 in response to the Lebanon Lebanon war, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if you know, but was started June 6th of 1982 when Israeli defense forces invaded Southern Lebanon after the Palestinian national militant group attempted to assassinate israel's ambassador to the uk Mm -hmm. so this was a song written by uh peter um in response to that light one candle
0: oh yeah i've heard that
1: yeah and they're singing with like a full choir of children like this was a pbs holiday concert Mm -hmm. so good song nice message Um, and that's, you know, so those are, those are four Hanukkah songs that I would encourage all of you to listen to. I've listened to all four full songs. They're all very good
0: songs. And even if you don't celebrate Hanukkah, Mm -hmm. um, you're probably listening to Hanukkah adjacent songs this season anyways. Hey. So do you know what the most, number one, the most recorded Christmas song, it is holds the record for the world's best-selling single. And there was another fact that I lost, but I should also say is one of my favorite songs. Um. Malakiliki Maka. dreaming of a white. White Christmas. Yeah, by Bing Crosby. Yeah. Uh, written by Irving Berlin. Okay. Berlin. Uh, so written by a Jewish man. Yep. Um. The song we talked about earlier. Yeah. Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Okay, so we talked about a few. Yeah. Uh, Was written by Bob Wells, born Robert Levinson. Yeah. Let It Snow was written by Sammy Kahn, Uh born Samuel Cohen. Uh, Walking in a Winter Wonderland, Felix Bernard. And uh, Silver Bells, written by Jay Livingston, born Jacob Harold Levinson and Ray Evans. Jane Levinson Gould. Jan Levinson Gould. <laughs> just just Levinson. No Gould. What happened to Gould? Yeah. And then finally, there was a method to my madness. I with, figured. With bringing up Eartha Kitt. Her song, famously, Santa Baby, was written by, Ugh. let's see here, Joan Ellen Javits. Okay. Might be saying that wrong. And Philip Springer. No way. So those are all like really famous Christmas songs written by... Jewish people. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Good to know. Look at you. You're bringing all kinds of facts Because
0: it's make money, money, make money, money, money. You
1: are just bringing all the facts. So there's a couple of Christmas songs mm. that you may have heard of, but you also may not have heard of.
0: Mm. That's Those are the options. Those
1: are the two options um, that I thought we could take a minute and talk about. Okay. I'd love to. Um, because they struck me as like, why (laughs) did these songs exist?
0: Simply having wonderful Christmas Well, that
1: one's fine.
0: No, it isn't. That song is awful. Paul McCartney needs to publicly apologize. Okay.
1: You know the song. Yeah. That almost sounded like I was,
0: you know, Dasher (laughs) and Dancer. Can you, what's the rest of them?
1: Name all the reindeer. Yeah, Dasher, Dancer, uh-huh. Donner, Blitzen. Yeah, uh, Rudolph. Yeah, Comet, Cupid, Vixen.
0: Yeah, and Nixon and Chris, Prancer,
1: <laughs> Prancer. Yeah, that's the one.
0: So I was just telling my daughter about this. Yeah, you know what? You know what bugs me about Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer? No. Is that this outcast was like given a purpose? No. Is. That- <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, now ladies. Hey. Yeah. yeah. um, No. So the whole song starts with, you know, Prancer and Dancer and Richard and Nixon. Yeah. And it goes through, I made the same joke twice. Some might say the same joke twice. Some might say, move on. And it goes through all them other deer. So it says, you know these reindeer. Yeah. So we've established, you know who these are. Yeah. But then it says, but do you recall yeah. the most famous reindeer of all? Yeah. Well, if you know all the other reindeer, of yeah. course you know the most famous reindeer.
1: I would agree. So what gives? What gives is music.
0: Ah, eh, you just cut that. It's okay. fluff.
1: All right. So just, just get right into Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Boom. There bear. you go why even make the song to your point then because everybody knows the story you know what why even do anything everything's meaningless bye, bye. <laughs> listen yes. you know the song if i said to you aqua what song comes to mind
0: um hey Bobby. Yeah. hey ken you won't go for a ride all right sure
1: so not spin me a christmas that song doesn't come to mind?
0: No No, nor should it
1: So, Aqua in 2009
0: Did Aqua was still a band in 2009? That's what I said
1: <laughs> I was like, I read it I'm like, you mean 1999, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Or 1909 But, I mean, that would be a long time ago
0: That's when James Taylor was born Wasn't it? Or no, Cab Calloway, 1907 Yeah, yeah, yeah 19... Oh, seven
1: 48 was James
0: Taylor Yeah, moving on
1: Right, so Aqua did a song, Spin Me a Christmas. Okay. And if... I bet it's good. So I bet you a DJ's gonna spin you a Christmas to get you in the
0: feeling. I can't believe I stand corrected on my statement that I bet it's good. (laughs)
1: So take a listen to Spin Me a Christmas by Aqua, another fun fact, that um, that never should have been done. Mm -hmm. You know, another Christmas song that never should have been done is um, a little song by a band called, I'm just going to let you guess who it's called, who they're called, who they call themselves, what band it is.
0: Right said Fred. No. I'm
1: going to play the song.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not going to play the song. Too Sexy for My Christmas. I love Right Said Fred.
1: (laughs) Like, that's great. Um, That and Baz Luhrmann with sunscreen.
0: Let's just, we got to talk about. it. sunscreen, we do. And we need to talk about the Chris Rock cover of it.
1: Okay. I look forward to that. Yeah. Listen,
0: New Kids on the Block. Wait, that was Baz Luhrmann that did that? Yes. Moulin Rouge director Baz Luhrmann (laughs) (laughs) did the sunscreen song. Yeah. Wasn't it? Wasn't it narrated by um Where sunscreen? I always thought that it was narrated by Richard Dreyfus. It, it sounds like, like Richard like Dreyfus. Oh, well, Siri, I thought that the song, the sunscreen <laughs> song, was narrated by Richard Dreyfus.
1: On some idle Tuesday. Oh, now she's quiet. Yeah, now she's like, say what? New kids on the block.
0: N K O T B. Funky Funky Christmas. I met Jesse.
1: I'm so proud of you.
0: Thanks. I think there's a Jesse in that group.
1: I don't know listen they did a song funky funky christmas Mm -hmm. okay have you ever heard it no it's real good and there's a point in the song the best part about it some may say is that they went into a rap as one does right in fake british accents
0: (laughs) so open open
1: up your ears
0: Okay. okay. He said, hey, I said what?
1: He said, you, I said what? He said, you left the fire burning and I burnt my box. So now I've learned you've got to turn the fireplace down so Santa won't get burned. Funky- you've got to turn the fireplace down so Santa won't get burned. Have a funky, funky Christmas.
0: I am flabbergasted. Yeah,
1: and I love it. <laughs> so. So.
0: When did when did they do that? Did you write? Do you know when? Do I know when they
1: did that song, Justin? What do you think? I come unprepared for these types of things. Yeah, I'm
0: just generally talking. Don't Why mind you the clicking do sound. That? There's Why mice would you in the talk? ceiling.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um, but I'm going to tell you, 1989. Obviously, when else? Okay. Why does that matter to you? I don't mean why does that matter to you. I mean, like, you were like, oh, okay, like, that makes sense. Well, because
0: it feels like something that they would have done. Okay, if it it makes sense that they did the Christmas song in the height of their popularity. Sure. But it feels like something that they would have done as, like, a potential cash grab, like, in. Later. If you said, like, 1999, that would have felt like it made more sense for how like they already had the model for success so yeah. why rap well i that's the thing is i feel like everybody i feel like everybody takes
1: a whack at christmas music no oh, yeah like and so that you know f- that song makes sense in 1989 but why do the fake british accent like i don't know
0: anyway i guess i was just uh heard from a friend of ours that the backstreet boys recently released a christmas album and this is a backstreet boys fan telling me that it's terrible well of course it's terrible no see that's just like a if if you are a band that has an established audience NKOTB backstreet boys you have a model for success you know what your hits are do a public domain christmas song so you don't have to pay royalties to anybody which mm-hmm. is why everybody does christmas songs a little fun peek behind the music industry there, because you don't have to pay the writer of it. Yeah, so just do it in the style of your hit.
1: That's a good point. Um, a very Backstreet Christmas released October fourteenth, twenty twenty-two. Yeah,
0: I've heard. I've heard negative review.
1: I would expect just one. <laughs> do you know who the Robertson family is? No. So if I say uh, the Robertson family, it means nothing
0: to you. Are they the ones that make Bob Mills popcorn?
1: Damn, you got me. No. Um, remember the show Duck Dynasty? Oh, yeah. The Roberts. Is that them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did Duck the Halls. <laughs> and this is a song that never should have been made. Raging Cajun Redneck Christmas. Saw a tree tied up on the hood of a Humvee. Saw a tree tied up on the hood of a Humvee. Sure.
0: Brother Bill's at the store ringing that bell. Brother
1: Bill's at the store ringing
0: the bell. I throw a little t- so I won't go to hell. Changing the cup so you won't Yeah, that's what
1: mama taught me. That's it. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, what is that? Why do these people do this?
0: Um, Cash grab.
1: Yeah, but gosh. Like, Cash Cab? Cab Calloway. Wow. It's all connected. That was cool. I have one more song that troubles me. Oh, okay. So, the this. First of all, do you like The Killers?
0: Yes, I do. Okay, good.
1: Don't Kill Me, Santa. Oh. Was a song The Killers did. This is a song that is a conversation between Santa and a kid. The kid tells Santa he's been killing just for fun. And then pleads with Santa to not kill him with his gun. Now, I listened to the whole song as painful as it was. Yeah. And painful for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. I can only assume that this was an attempt by the killers to bring some type of awareness around, like, kids getting bullied and gun violence and, you know, this kind of thing. It did not go well, in my opinion, if that was their intent. And if it wasn't their intent, I'm gravely concerned
0: at what it was. Okay. Don't me okay. So, but I,
1: I feel like it's a bit aggressive.
0: So I wonder what came first. The Killers Don't Kill Me, Santa... About bullying and gun violence, or POD's "Youth of a Nation." Um, instead of taking the test, you took two to the chest. Anyways, and wait, aren't I don't I'm I'm am the one that's supposed to bring all the DAC stuff.
1: Yeah, well, that was just that was my that was the last Christmas song that I wanted to talk
0: about today. It's it's weird because you can certainly music is certainly a means to. Yes. Um. Increase awareness. Of drive a message. Yep. Um, one of my favorite instances of this is the rapper Logic. Uh, did a song one eight hundred and it's one uh, eight hundred two seven 273 eight two five five, I'm okay. sorry. Which is the national suicide prevention hotline. Yes. I think it's I think it's been shortened to just nine eighty eight. Nine eight eight. Yeah. Um, but in 2017, his, and I think it was one of his kind of real breakout hits, um, but that was to raise awareness of the suicide prevention sure. hotline. Um, a Christmas song about a kid who's killed a bunch of people saying, Santa, please don't kill me feel, feels weird.
1: It does feel very weird. Yeah. So please don't listen to that song or listen to it. Um, Here's a fun
0: Christmas song. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with Bob and Doug McKenzie? No. It was, um, geez, I'm totally blanking. Rick Moranis and um, Dave Thomas. Not- Like the Wendy's guy? Not the Wendy's guy. Okay, because I he's love me some Wendy's. Yeah, he's an actor. Um, They did these characters, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh, good day, eh? They're from the Great White North. It's the two Canadian brothers, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, take off. What was her? Okay. And they did a movie called uh, *Strange Brew*. Great movie, eh? Beauty. And but, anyways, they released an album, as you do. Of course. So these are two characters that they formed on Second City Television out of Chicago, which was like a competitor to Saturday Night Live back in the day. And so Bob and Doug Ma- Doug McKenzie did mm-hmm. the Twelve Beers of Christmas. Okay. On the third day. True love gave to me three french toast two turtlenecks
1: and a beer okay. Good. so three anyways french toast two scrambled eggs and a beer
0: uh two turtlenecks okay couldn't hear we, we should yeah again we have issues with our audio in no i room. think that was their audio no that was oh, it's good. because it's it's just a rip of the vinyl recording oh i got you okay which, okay 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 yep. yeah the stereo totally is not right um but yeah so it's uh <laughs> and you know a beer, on the first day of christmas my true love gave to me a beer on the second day and like later on in the song they like they sing a beer and Doug goes that doesn't sound right it feels like there should be more there and so like after the fifth day of Christmas they're like and a beer in a tree a beer (laughs) in a tree so they get lost in the song and it it. just oh yeah it's
1: that's going on my playlist on Christmas Eve by myself
0: in all seriousness um we played it we drove down to Hilton Head a few years ago and uh, I played that for the kids in the cars the first time they heard it. My daughter l- fell in love with it. Of course. Loves it. It's so one I, to fall in love with. Oh, it's a great one. Um I like it. Are we out on time. I don't know. I have a, I have a topic that I don't know if I want to bring up. I'm, I don't think I'm going to because I don't think... I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I was going to talk about Baby, It's Cold Outside. I don't want to. But anyways, fun fact. So regardless of all the recent... Issues that that song has, you know, brought up, kicked up in the news. In 1995, Dean Martin died on Christmas from complications due to lung cancer. <laughs>
1: I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, Justin. Thank you all for listening.
0: <laughs> this has been our podcast. Enjoy
1: your... Remaining nights of Hanukkah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Have a merry, merry Christmas. And until next week.
0: Bye. Bye.